1: Red Bear.
2: It is time for this week's Common Ground segment. Joining us tonight, Maryland Democratic Senator Ben Cardin and Indiana Republican Senator Todd Young. Thank you both for being here. I wanted to start with, uh, obviously, the news of the day and the concern about the banks, the Silicon Valley Bank, the Signature Bank, and where this goes from here. Senator Cardin, first to you, what do you say to people who look at this and say, Maybe the government is is backing up all of these deposits, and it's a little risky to do it that that way. How, how do you see that?
1: Well, Brett, first of all, it's good to be with you, and it's good to be with Senator Young. I think our major concern is to make sure that taxpayers are protected, and with our understanding is that this will be at no taxpayer cost. Any cost will be borne by the banking community. It gives confidence for the depositors, it protects the companies to make sure that they can make payroll, so it protects workers and the ability to to make those payrolls. So, we'll be watching it closely. Ultimately, if the bank cannot make it, it's going to have to be sold, and we're going to be watching it carefully to make sure there's no taxpayer exposure. Yeah, Senator Young,
2: I guess there's just this feeling like, you know, maybe they made some bad investments. Maybe they did some crazy things, and now the government's saying, "Okay, we're going to take care of everybody," but it doesn't really prevent these banks or other banks from doing crazy investments.
0: now Brett, I, I agree with you, and I, I think, uh, as Ben indicated, we're going to follow this closely. I think there's still a lot of questions to be asked and answered, uh, especially as pertains to, you know, what was the risk here? Was there a systemic risk? Uh, to infect the rest of the banking sector, which is roughly 24, 25 trillion dollars in assets. Uh, we're gonna be careful here on the Hill in a bipartisan fashion and get to the bottom of this. And if there's some back backend uh, uh, authorities we need to establish or people we need to hold accountable, we'll do that. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna play this sound by the we'll move on. This is Kevin O'Leary earlier today.
0: That was not the Fed's fault. That was not regulatory issues. It was just plain straight idiot management underneath an incompetent board. I think the unintended consequences of creating a nationalized, no-risk banking system is starting to sink in in the last 24 hours. And this debate is going to rage and undoubtedly become a political issue.
2: Uh, Only one board member, apparently, of that uh, Silicon Valley bank uh, board had experience in banking. Now we're hearing there's investigations uh, by the DOJ, uh, by the Fed, and others. Uh, last word here. Where do where do you think this goes, Senator Cardin?
1: Well, I think first, we're we're going to certainly not be protecting the investors in the banks. That's their risk. And quite frankly, I think we need to look forward as to what type of changes we need to make to make sure that those who invest in banks, it's their risk. They have to make the right judgments, and the taxpayers aren't going to bail them out. And Senator Young?
0: Any actions we take should make sure that uh, we still have something. Uh, we, have a, we have a certain threshold uh, beyond which we don't insure deposits. Uh, right now we have uninsured depositors up to $250,000. That's long been uh, the threshold uh, above and beyond that. Uh, it, uh, folks know when they put their money into an institution that it's not insured. So we don't want that to change or to be understood as changing uh, by any policies we adopt or, or failure to adopt policies moving forward. So I think both of us are trying to reconcile these difficult issues, and uh, we'll work in a bipartisan fashion to try and accomplish that.
2: We'll continue right after this.
0: From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.
2: Well, that's one of the reasons we do this, is to talk about the bipartisan efforts up there on the Hill. Uh, You all work on finance, small business. Uh, You're working on Neighborhood Homes Investment Act to address uh, housing shortages in distressed metro and non-metro areas, uh, sell only to members of affected communities. Tell me about this, Senator Cardin.
1: Well, this is really to strengthen neighborhoods. Uh, What it does is it covers the appraisal gap. There's a, a tax credit between the the difference in cost and rehabbing or purchasing a home in a community and the sales price. That allows us to stabilize communities, allows individuals to be homeowners, which does deal also with the wealth gap in America. It's really a win-win situation and helps us with the housing stock for for affordable housing in America.
2: Senator Young, I mean, these are not things that get all the headlines. Either is the teaming up on the federal excise tax repeal for heavy trucks and trailers. You guys are working on that, too. but these are bipartisan things that are that are happening.
0: That's right. I mean, I use this one as an example. Uh, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, liberal liberal or conservative, you drive through areas, maybe you live in an area uh, where there is a whole lot of blight that tears down property values, it undermines morale in the community, and it leads to a lack of private sector investment uh, in, in the local area. We've come up with a, way, with a way to unlock that private investment in local houses to help revitalize areas and uh, make sure that uh, we shift any risk from taxpayers to private investors so that they're actually occupied by an owner uh, before the taxpayers are on the hook at all. So we think uh, this is going to be a viable solution and, and get a whole lot of bipartisan support moving forward.
2: Well, you guys do work bipartisan uh, on a number of different things. But Senator Cardin, 39 years ago this month, the Colts left Baltimore <laughs> <Yeah>. for Indianapolis. <laughs> and you're still OK with that?
1: I'll never be okay with that, but it doesn't affect our relationship here. We have the, the Ravens now; they're doing quite well, so uh, we, we're satisfied with our team. Uh, but uh, the way that that we wait done... till we start winning Super Bowls again, all right? <laughs>
2: I can see it. It's already it's already starting. Okay. Well, I wanted to leave it there. Thank you both for uh, being on common ground. Thank Thanks. you.